up, fam? Welcome to Stream of Copiness. I'm your host, Vanessa, and on this podcast, we'll chat all things copy, creativity, and running a business in this weird-ass reality. On this podcast, you'll get the spicy tips and takes about writing copy and content that isn't so damn boring and basic, ways to run a biz that feel intentional and intuitive, and of course, a little bit of magic and witchy stuff. I'll also be bringing in other conscious creators to put me in the copy hot seat and have casual conversations about the hell yes wins and Drake-esque woes of running an intentional business. Thanks for lending me your ear holes. Now let's get it popping. What's up, fam? Welcome to another episode of Stream of Copiness. And I am super excited about this episode because it is it is the very first hot seat episode. And I am joined one of my soul sisters. So what's going to happen with these episodes is I'm going to be put in the hot seat. So someone's going to come on here and they're going to ask me a question about copy or content. And I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to explain it. And I'm going to be put in the hot seat a little bit and come up with whatever comes out. So I am joined by my soul sister, Mary Chashrawala. She is a compassionate coach and fearless leader of Team Magic Mary, a community focused on discovering and sharing the best ways to achieve and maintain health and wellness goals through macros, movement, mindset, and magic. Mary has been coaching one thing or another for over 20 years, and she combines her education and expertise to guide her team to discovering their best practices and routines for reaching goals and leading healthy, happy lives. Mary, my very first guest, my soul sister, thank you so much for putting my ass in the hot seat today. (laughs) It is my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. Mm, I appreciate it so much. So let's dive right into it. What is your question about copy or content? Yeah, mine is more copy. So I've been looking at some of the stuff you write and my my mindset is opening towards what copy can be. But But initially, the first thing I think of when I think of copy is that like, long scrolling page after page of like, this is what I'm selling and describing it like 42 different ways. And Mm -hmm. you, but what is it? What do I have to do? How much is it? And you're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And, and my question is like, why do we do it that way? Why do we have to do it that way? And like, so it's daunting for me as a small business owner, because I don't like reading it. So then I don't really want to write it that way. Right. Mm, That is a very good question, and I think that is something, once again, everyone, I apologize, they're literally (laughs) cutting my lawn, like, as soon as we turned the microphone on, they started cutting my lawn, so this is life, this is real. Real life. I'm not, this is real life, I do not have a podcast studio, so here we go. Um, Anyway, side tangent gone. This is such a good question, because I think a lot of creators feel this way, and a lot of creators who their first practice or like their first discipline isn't writing or like why do I have to spend so much time on this so a little bit of hot tip and a little bit of like devil's advocate the reason not the reason there's many reasons why this happens but copy especially like really long copy that you have seen traditionally it's not only about you right and the, and the way what i mean by that is that people learn differently people respond differently and 
when it comes to creating traditional copy, people pick up on certain things. So you may be sold as soon as you read a headline, right? But like someone else who's reading that copy may need to know every single nitty gritty detail about what that service is, what that offering is. And also I'm going to go on and edge here an edge a ledge an edge a ledge on the same 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 <laughs> <laughs> i think that is changing a little bit i think the formatting of traditional copy is changing because number one copy is not only written in like a sleazy pain point <laughs> scarcity mindset uh, format anymore which is like what we've been taught to do yes. for a very long time yeah. I also think it has to do with like our attention spans as readers, as consumers is a lot smaller than it used to be, right? Like That's true. I think people used to be able to, because that was like the only way that they were getting information, right? Is if they like read something, if they read about it. Now you can get the same information and go to, like you can get it off TikTok, you can get it off of Instagram, you can get it in an email like directly is sent to your inbox so that's changing a little bit but it's still yes it is traditionally long and I understand why it's daunting yeah that makes sense too because like if I'm looking to buy a product or a program or the coach like I've probably sampled them in other in other ways, in other places, and I've seen a video by them, or I've heard them talk on their stories, or I've, you know, I've watched a TikTok or whatever, if I'm even clicking on a link to find out about what they offer. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point. And like, you know, that might be the way that you register in your brain, like you might have, you might buy into a coach, because you have that relationship, like they built that trust with you. And that's a huge part of copy and how it's created and why it's created is you want to create that relationship. You want to create that trust. Trust is not automatically given. It has to be cultivated, right? Just like with any type of client that you have. So if you already have that from something else, copy can be a little shorter, but there's some other people who like look at um, people who aren't on social media platforms and all they have to go to is that long format copy. Yeah. And something yeah. else that um, is, you know, that I feel like aligns with this. Are you familiar with the stages of awareness when it comes to your potential customers or your potential clients? Or your pot- I don't think so. So, the stages of awareness is figuring out like where your reader is at in their awareness around the product. So you may know that you absolutely need a product, right? So you don't need to read long copy. Someone else might not know that they don't even have, that they have a problem. They might not even realize it. So they need Mm -hmm. to kind of realize that. So the four different stages of awareness, and sometimes you'll see five, but four stages of awareness are completely unaware. That's the first one. That's when a reader or a potential client has no idea that there's an issue. Like they have no idea what they're going through, where their stuff is a problem. 
whatever you want to call it, whether it's a problem, whether it's being stuck, whether it's uh, they want to fix something. And it's kind of like, I think of the stages of awareness completely unaware. Like, you know, that meme of the dog sitting on, sitting at the kitchen table and he's drinking coffee and he's just like on fire. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of completely unaware. So there's completely like, what's unaware. wrong? Why is this a problem? Yeah. Like, no, it's good. I'm fine. I'm fine. All right. Everything's fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's fine. So that's the first stage of awareness. Then you move on to problem aware. And that's when the customer, the client realizes that like something shitty is going on. Like, okay, this is not cool. I don't like it. I want the to kitchen's on this. fire. The kitchen, exactly. The kitchen is on fire. Not good. From there, they move to solution awareness. And that's when they know that there's something out there that can solve their problem. So they're starting to open up like, okay, I know I have a problem and I know there's something out there that can potentially solve this problem that could potentially fix it. So I'm going to search for it. So the dog is like, all right, I should probably invest in some type of fire extinguisher. So this doesn't (laughs) happen again. (laughs) And then the last stage of awareness is product aware. So this is when your potential client or customer knows about your product. They specifically know about what you are selling, what you are offering, what your service is, and they're almost sold. They're like about to pull the trigger. And this is when the dog is like, oh, I'm going to go to this website because I know they have a fire extinguisher or whatever. So with all of those stages of awareness, copy aligns with that and how it's written aligns with those stages of awareness. Ah. Yeah, it's like, I think something too that once again, if, if writing isn't your discipline, you wouldn't know this is like, there's a lot of strategy and planning that goes behind traditional copy. And that is like a very big differentiator between copy and content. I always like to say like copy is strategic and planned content is it can be planned as well, but it's like more fun. It's more educational. It's more informational. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. So does that make you feel any better about long, daunting copy? (laughs) It does make me feel a little bit better. Um, It kind of generated another question. So when you're saying copy and content, I mean, you clarified Mm -hmm. copy is more strategic, has more planning behind it. But that's what I was saying in the beginning, like just watching your stories and following your page recently, I've, I've felt like copy is more things than I knew it to be. So, so mm. where differentiation, like what would you call copy and, and what would you call content? So that's a really, really good question. And I think once again, that's something that like, you don't know until you know it. So copy, this is how my brain sees it and how, how it is, but this is just my way of explaining it. Copy okay. has some type of, like I said before, like plan and strategy, but it's also copy is used to convert people. So whether that conversion is asking someone to sign up for an email list, or it's asking someone to buy a product, it's asking someone to get on a phone call with you, that's more copy. So think like sales pages, um, sales launch emails, um, you know, product descriptions and not so much product descriptions, but like the actual products that you're selling on a website. 
Okay. Con- content is more the information, education. It builds awareness around your brand. It builds awareness around your business. So that would be like your Instagram posts, your TikTok posts, like your emails that are really focused on like connecting with your community and not focused on selling things. And now in saying that, like there's intersection between the two. Sure. But those are ways to kind of bucket them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it sounds like to me, like content is self-sampling and letting people get to know me and maybe what I have to offer and building that trust and relationships so that they will potentially, and also the education to make them problem aware. But then when they, they do become problem aware or they already are, they, they connect me with as being a possible solution or having a possible solution. And then the content, uh, the copy comes more in for the conversion. Yes. Yes, that is exactly it, dude. That is like so beautiful how you just put that together because they work within each other. They work for and aligned and with each other. That's such a beautiful way. So like, let me ask you a question now. Let me put you in the hot seat. Let me put you in the hot seat. (laughs) I'm here for it. If you were to create um, content that builds education around you to make your potential client problem aware is there something that you could think of like let's workshop this let's workshop this a little bit okay how can you create some type of content to make your person problem aware to eventually pull them in to copy. So when they're reading copy, when they're reading a launch, when they're reading sales copy, they're like, oh, that's me. Oh, um, number one thing comes to mind is, is telling my story or the things that I've experienced and sharing. I discovered my own problems or had problems that I needed solutions to and have since then moved, moved past that or had a solution. Mm, yeah, yeah. So that's like helping them see themselves in you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because it's really easy for us to talk about ourselves, right? Yeah, yeah. And so especially if I've if I've had a problem, experienced it, found a solution and I'm living a, a, an improved life beyond that, then it's it's really easy to talk about like this is where I was. And this is how I'm feeling now. And so if people are also experiencing that same problem or similar, it's a very quick way to connect. They're like, oh my God, you know, Mary went through this too. She'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the times we say, right, like our clients are past versions of us yeah. or, you know, they are at a stage that we were once in. That brings me, that makes me think of the hero's journey. Oh, um, yeah the hero's journey, how like, you know, you start in one spot and then you meet that mentor, you meet that guide, and then you come out wiser after meeting them and being with them. Like, that's what I, I think of there. Yes. Mm, that was a really good wraparound. Good job in the hot seat. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you have any more questions about digging into that especially when it comes to like the stages of awareness um 
I don't think so. I actually was writing notes while you were talking about it. I'm oh like, my God, I love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because that's, it. it's helpful to know like how you approach and like not everyone is going to be in the same place like you were saying. So maybe I'm diving in and I'm annoyed with this long copy because I'm already like, yeah, give it to me. I want it. Yeah. But someone yeah. else you're saying is like, well, I think I have this problem and I'm not sure I want this to be the solution, but they need more information. Yeah, exactly. They need more information. And when it comes down to when you are the creator creating copy, you're speaking to the the clients out there. You're not speaking to you. It's not about you. It's about the, the people out there and it's about reaching them at their different stages of awareness. And sometimes when you get super, super into like that ideal client, you can identify that ideal client is at that stage of awareness, right? Like maybe your ideal client, they all know what the solution, they're solution aware. So they know that there's something out there, right? So maybe your copy doesn't have to be as long. Maybe your copy doesn't have to be um, as, what's the word I'm trying to think of? You don't have to like hone in so much on what the problem might be because they already know that they have a problem. Does that and make that, sense? That does make sense. And that helps me because I do struggle with like, <laughs> I just want to help everyone that yeah. wants to be helped, but that doesn't work from a business standpoint because then you're kind of spread too thin. And it's like, if you can really identify who you're talking to and what their problem set is, then when you're writing, I'm sure that it's easier <laughs> to, to come across in a clear and educational way that like that, that it makes sense to those potential clients. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think a lot of space holders and coaches have that of like, but I want to help everyone. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I know I've definitely been there and I I do think, and this is kind of, I don't think many coaches would say this, but I'm going to say it. I think there is a way to help everyone, but not with every single service you provide. So it's almost like, I see it as you have that one service that literally everyone can use and maybe it is a lower tiered service, right? So it doesn't take a lot of um, energy from you. It doesn't take a lot of woman power from you and it's kind of basic knowledge. So you have that at like your lowest tier, which is going to help anyone. And then you have the really specific ideal client. This is where they're at in their stage of awareness offering that you put more time and energy and focus into. Well, that makes sense too. So then you feel like you're offering something and then if they decide they want more or, or are more close to closely aligned to your ideal client or your concept of the ideal client, then, then they could move on to, to something. Exactly. Exactly. And then that's like, if you want to call it the traditional terms, that's like a sales funnel or whatever. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So do you feel, you feel like coffee is a little less daunting now knowing that? I feel like it is a little less daunting. I think I have one more question. Of course. Let's hear it. If you have someone like me and I just feel like I've spent years being afraid of or put off or daunted by coffee, like where do I start? Mm, start with what you know. Start with what you know. Start okay. with what you know to write about, right? So like, where's your zone of magic? Where is your zone of teaching? What are you really good at? And start writing that. Like when you're 
writing copy, when you're working on copy, get the easiest thing out. Get like the big, not, I shouldn't say the easiest, like the biggest chunk of what you know out. I always say like do a brain dump. Okay. And from there, a lot of the times you could take that brain dump and plug it in to where it needs to go, whether it is like, okay, these are the benefits, whether it's, okay, this is um, a conversion hook or, I mean, that's getting like super technical about things. Right. Write what you know, stick with what you know, stay in your zone of magic. And I think that's a really good question because that is something that I know I personally worked with clients with like, that's what they struggle with. Like they know their zone of magic. They're really, really good with that. But when it comes to copy, it's like, okay, what do I do with this? This isn't, this isn't what I do. You don't have to do it. Stay in your zone of magic and then plug and play in other places. Does that make sense? Yes, that's very helpful. Thank you. Of course, of course. Um, well, I can't wait to see some copy that you create. <laughs> right? Me too. <laughs> Excited to write some. Good. I'm glad. Um, I hope this was super helpful. I'm so appreciative that you came on here to ask this question and also workshop it a little bit. I think it's really helpful to hear I'm not going to say see, because you can't really see, but to like hear it happening as yeah. you're going through it um, and know that you're, you're not the only one who feels this way about copy. I personally feel like copy has been slept on for a long time and it's starting to like really come out for other reasons, which I feel like I just did a different podcast on, but that's another story. That's just like okay. a side tangent I'm going on, but <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that question. It was a really, really good one. Yeah, thanks for having me on the podcast. Of course, of course. And also, since you came on here, do you have any uh, offering services that you have coming up that you want to tell the world about? Um, not that I'm launching right now, but at all times on Facebook, I run Team Magic Mary, totally free and open to everyone. It's a community, just like in the introduction um, you had described, we're talking about health, fitness habits, mindset, and just those little changes that can help you reach goals and then, and then maintain them. And I coach, um, in the first form, my transformation app all the time. Also that one's $12.99 a month. So I'm always open to accepting new people on my team. And that's going to be macros coaching with weekly check-ins. And you can find me on there, um, with my email, which is Mary Chatrawala at yahoo.com. And then I, you know, hook up with me as your advisor. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much. And I will, Thank of you. course, I will put that in the show notes. And I appreciate your time, appreciate your energy, and I appreciate your creativity. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. You are so welcome. All right, fam, we'll catch you during the next episode. Bless okay. You. <laughs> Bye. Hey fam, thanks for listening to the Stream of Copiness. You can find resources and links from this episode in the show notes at the Stream of Copiness About Me page. If you felt like this episode hit you on a soul level, you can give the podcast a follow or leave a little love by writing a review. And make sure to hop into the Conscious Creators Collective, the digital inbox community for your weekly dose of sarcasm, elder millennial musings, and of course, copy tips. See you out there, boo. Blessings.